This is Financial Standard, the definitive source of news, thought leadership and analysis for Australian wealth management professionals. Financial Standard. Take the lead. I'm Cassandra Baldini with Financial Standard. As interest rates increased, value stocks were picked to overtake growth stocks. But as rumours of inflation peaking started to circulate, experts lost confidence in that theory and started backing a new winner. Here with me today to discuss this further is BlackRock iShares APAC Head of Investment Strategy, Thomas Tor. Thomas, thank you for joining us. Hi, Cassie. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. So why did we see a recent surge in value stocks? It's a great question. So, you know, we have been, you know, investors have been looking at the sort of value versus growth dynamic for, for a long time. Uh, and growth has basically outperformed value since the, the the great financial crisis nearly 15 years ago. There have been, you know, obviously certain periods where value has has surged back a little bit for the most, but for the most part, growth has has outperformed. The, the the idea here is that with inflation peaking, uh, and U.S. and some other economies looking likely to move into a recessionary type environment, coming out of those recessionary type environments, value does tend to or historically perform better than growth. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why investors have been looking at, at value, just because. It, you know, if we are going to get a recessionary environment, that the stock market tends to discount uh, uh, recessions about six months in advance, uh, and then going coming out of that value tends to do very well. Um, and and just you know, if you just look basically at uh, obviously valuations, in it's in the name, right? Value value is at better valuations, uh, and growth has performed so well for so long, and it has been relatively expensive. Investors are looking for for areas to to, to shift their their asset allocation, uh, and for the longer term, value looks like uh, or at least looked like uh, with the inflationary environment coming down, uh, a good place to be. Uh, however, growth continues to to outperform over the last couple of months, and I, I know we'll, we'll get into that in, into a minute. But that that's basically the rationale here. Well, with that in mind, how are value stocks looking now when compared to growth stocks? Well, they're they're still. Much cheaper. Um, you know, I, I think there is maybe a little bit of a misconception on what value is, because when you think about value, yes, uh, on a valuation metric or uh, or valuation perspective, if you look at a traditional, you know, price to earnings, uh, it, it, they are certainly much uh, much lower. The PD uh, ratio is much lower than than growth stocks. Uh, however. A lot of the sectors in the value uh, composition, if you're looking at MCI value, for it, for example, are quite cyclical type uh, uh, of sectors. So banks tends to be the largest one. Uh, you know, again, it d- depends what what um, uh, what index you're looking at. But, but banks, pharmaceuticals, uh, oil and gas, energy. So a lot of these cyclical type of sectors are, are the heavyweights in this particular in this particular factor. So you actually need. Uh, you actually need the economy to do, to be doing v- relatively well um, for for value to perform uh, uh, well. On the other hand, growth, yes, it is much more expensive. Uh, but what you have in there, uh, a lot of technology, healthcare, uh, quality type of exposures, which yes, are more expensive. Uh, and yes, you would think that they would perform worse when an economy is not doing well because they they have higher duration, more more sensitivity to interest rates. But what we've seen post-COVID is these tend to be the more defensive type uh, of positions because these are the companies that have very strong balance sheets, have a lot of cash on the balance sheet. So they're actually seen as more defensive. So 
whilst historically you might think of growth as the uh, more risk on type of play and value as more kind of risk off defensive positioning, it's actually kind of the opposite uh, uh, these days. There's of course a lot of a debate around if inflation has peaked and when it will start to come down. So given that uncertainty, what is likely to happen with growth and value stocks over the next 12 months? Right. So it, it does look like at least of the headline number. And again, you know, it depends what country you're talking about, right? But if you just if you take a generalization across the world, it does look like inflation has peaked. There are certain pockets, uh, Europe being one of them, where inflation is still a, a lot more of a concern uh, in terms of how high interest rates have to go. But it, it looks like for the most part uh, in the U.S., um, we've kind of gotten to terminal rate in terms of in terms of interest rates. You know, you might see one more interest rate hike. It's it's unlikely. It's not being priced in. Uh, but inflation has started to come down. The the big problem is, you know, how do you actually get to a level uh, which is within the comfort zone or the parameters of where central banks want it to be? So for for the for the U.S. Fed, for example, it's two percent. We are way off that. So we've come from nine percent to six, sort of four ish. But to get to that two percent, you need labor markets to weaken, which is, you know, it, it's not a great thing to say. But you basically need people to, to lose jobs in, in that economy for inflation to come down. Uh, because consumer sentiment is still very strong, uh, and the consumers are driving the market in, in places like the U.S. Uh, at the moment. So, if that continues to be the case, uh, then you will continue to see growth uh, outperform uh, value, particularly as um, investors sort of position defensively for some kind of recession, uh, uh, with the Fed continuing to, to raise interest rates. But, however, it, you know, if things start to uh, look more uh, peachy. And uh, China uh, uh, can, can continue to rebound. We don't get a recession in the U.S. Consumer re- remains relatively strong and inflation comes down in the U.S. Then I think you will start to see this rotation into value. That, that's not our base case at the moment. We think that the Fed are sort of engineering a recessionary type uh, scenario in the U.S. And because of that, we are much more defensively tilted into things like growth, quality companies, strong balance sheets, uh, 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 cash balance sheets, those sort of things. So that's kind of our view at the moment. We are relatively more defensive uh, in terms of our asset allocation. And I guess in more recent weeks, there has been talk of quality stocks over growth and value. Is that correct? Yeah. And, and we've, we've, seen, we've seen that rotation throughout the year, actually, from, from our investors. We've seen about 10 billion US dollars come into quality type uh, uh, of investments in the ETF space year to date. I think, you know, when you when you look at quality growth, there is there is a lot of overlap. You, you can even see some overlap with value when you're looking at factors. But the thing to the thing to remember uh, when you're looking at quality versus growth versus value in the US um, and again, we we tend to focus on the U.S. because it, it obviously is the biggest market. But you can you can look at this kind of anywhere. But we're not seeing any actual breadth to the uh, uh, to uh, to the actual to the equity market. So if, if you look at the S and P 500, for example, 500 stocks, it's up around 15 percent year to date. Nearly 100 percent of that return is being driven by five companies, which is the mega cap uh, technology stocks. Uh, you know. Uh, you, you, I'm sure you know the ones that I'm talking about. I'm not sure I'm allowed to, uh, to actually uh, call them out name by name. But so you have an economy which is really, or sorry, you have an equity market that's really being driven by five 
uh, five stocks, five out of 500 are driving 100% of the return. So, you know, there, there is a little bit of concern around the, uh, the concentration risk there uh, and how much of that is actually by being driven by a few companies. That's one of the reasons why we are seeing kind of this shift into, into value. Uh, but that's because uh, that that's basically a longer t- term perspective. I think on the short term tactical, you want to stay defensive. You want to be in growth. You want to be in high quality balance sheets, quality factor. Uh, if you're looking for a longer term position, I think, you know, growth is, is quite expensive uh, value. Once we kind of get out of this uh, inflationary environment, recessionary environment, I think value will perform very well. So it really just depends on, on your on your time horizon. Well, thank you so much for joining and sharing those insights with us today. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this Financial Standard podcast. For more information, visit financialstandard.com.au. Please keep in mind that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider personal circumstances. Reliance should not be placed on any content without further independent financial research and advice.